Hey, darling. Welcome to the She's a Creative podcast. Are you a female creative who wants to own your purpose and dominate your creative business? Then this is the podcast for you. I'm Kay, your host and guide to help you on your way to creative freedom and success. All right. Hey, boo. Hey. So I'm so excited today because we have Ayana Davis of AyanaSheree.com talking to us today about taking the leap and getting started in your business. So thank you so much for coming on, Ayana. How are you today? I'm well. Thank you so much for having me. It's definitely an honor. (laughs) Of course, of course. It's so nice talking to people, especially about this topic of just taking the leap and getting started. I know so often entrepreneurs don't start their business or they, you know, we always have ideas. We're always thinking about it, but we never actually do it. So I'm so excited about tackling this topic. So first, before we get into that, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and about your business? Yes. So as you already said, my name is Ayanna Davis. Um, I can have a website, ayanasheree.com. And what I do and what I offer is I am a business coach for online businesses for women. Um, and I also specialize in social media marketing and management and mainly helping those businesses to show themselves and get their um, have brand awareness, as well as just kind of getting a clean, nice Instagram look that people are attracted to and that will help them to sell later. Yes, yes, I love that. I love that. And so, um, are you full time in this? Girl, girl, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be full time, but I'm currently still working a full time nine to five and making my business as full time as I can um, on the side. Okay, I love that though, because the whole point is about getting started in business. And sometimes we have to get started even when we do have our full time job and stuff like that. So, you know, it's, I love people that come on here and say that they still have their full time job because at least I know that you made the step and that you tried. So, what would you say is like your number one tip for women who are thinking about starting a business? First thing I would tell them is to not get intimidated by people who you see on social media. Oh, girl, come on. will have you thinking that they'll have a whole full-time job and have you thinking that they're full-time entrepreneurs and that it happened overnight and it creates um an essence of fear for you because it's like oh my goodness i can't just quit my job i can't do this if i'm not full-time and that's not true does it require a lot of work yes it does it when i get off work jesus be offense i i just want to go to sleep I don't want to have to do anything else, but I know that if I don't want to continue to have that feeling, I have to put myself into my business. I have to put work into my business because the more I do that, the faster I'll be able to stop having that dreading feeling of going to my nine to five. Um, I just want to encourage them. Don't be afraid to take on your side hustle and start a business while you're working a nine to five. Yes, it's going to be hard. Yes, you'll probably not be able to focus all the time, but any little bit of time that you can give to something that's going to help you later in life, give your time. Don't spend eight hours on somebody's job and then not be able to give yourself at least one a day. Oh, come on. At least give yourself one hour. Yes, at least. So many good things. Like, I mean, it is so true. Like, social media will have you so messed up. It'll have you sitting here thinking like, wow, you know, people really just woke up and made $10,000. And I'll just be looking like, you got to be kidding me. Like, I I was working Instacart and Uber and all that kind of stuff while trying to build my my business. And it's just like, I I think I find it so crazy that people will really act like they just woke up and made $10,000. Like, it did not work like that. And we have to stop comparing ourselves to that 
think right. on social media. Like we have to like like you're doing, take the jump even when you do have your full time job. It's actually smart to keep working your full time job exactly before you actually decide to say you're full time in your business. So Exactly. Girl, yeah. And girl, I, it's so funny that you said you were doing Uber and Instacart. Girl, I done done DoorDash, yes. Uber Eats, Amazon Flex. You gotta do what you have to do. That's that's it. At the end of the day, yeah, yes, I Yes, yeah, like I want financial freedom, but the bills are here right now. <laughs> exactly, and bills yeah. don't care that you're starting a business. Like, it, it oh no! But like, like you said, it's all about like focusing your mind because when you're starting a business, like people have so many great ideas and they never start it because they feel like, oh, you know, this girl on social media just made 10K in one day or she just, you know, signed a new client or whatever like that. And you're thinking that all the stuff that she has is because she's full-time in her business. But a lot of people are not full-time in their business. They still right. have their day job, you know? And so I really like that you said that because it's something that we don't talk about enough. We don't talk about enough the fact that most people, when they get started, they still have a full-time job or they're hustling some other way. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a full-time job per se, but I was definitely full-time driving Instacart and driving. Yeah. I'm not ashamed to work other jobs and extra jobs while I'm building my business. And I think that we have to stop with that stigma of, you know, oh, either you're an entrepreneur or you're full-time. And if you're exactly. full-time in your job, that means that you're not an entrepreneur. I guess with you, you know, since you are still working your full-time job, you know, what is it going to take for you? When, like, when are you going to say, like, okay, you already took the leap to start your business. What do you suggest people do? Or at what point should they leave their full-time job? I don't know if you can answer this because you haven't yet, but what, what would be your idea? Well, definitely I would say if, you, if you're single – and you don't have to worry about, you know, bills or anything like that. Girl, leave when you can. But <laughs> if you do have a significant other, especially one that you live with, if you're married, um, definitely consult with them first. Don't make any decisions, any huge decisions financially that would interrupt your normal life flow. Um, you want to make sure that you have enough to cover your bills. You don't want to, and I, and not just for the first month. I'm talking about four or five months down the road. Can you still survive if your business stops thriving? Yeah. So make sure that you have enough to cover yourself so that you don't have to stress so much and it doesn't become, because one thing that I've learned is that when you are on a, in a crunch for money, you lose your sense of purpose and it's just about money. It's yeah. just, I need the money, I need the money, I need the money. And you forget why you started the business in the first place and what it is that you like to do. So I strongly encourage people to just make sure you are financially secure before you decide to jump off a job because entrepreneurship is not always financial security until it becomes financial security. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes. I couldn't agree with that more. And uh, I love how you made that point of, you know, if you have a significant other, especially if you're living together, that it's a conversation. I think I've talked about this before, but it has to be a, con a conversation when you have a partner, period. Because mm -hmm. what you choose to do when you're single, you know, it, it don't really work in a marriage or in a oh, yeah. partnership. So mm -hmm. I totally agree with that. And then, you know, just the whole point of, like making sure that you are financially secure because entrepreneurship is not secure. I did a podcast episode a couple of weeks ago talking about mm -hmm. how a whole week went by and I made no money, no sales. Mm -hmm. you know? And I listened to that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's like, it's so, it is so real, but because I have set myself up in a way that I'm like, okay, just because I didn't make money this week, I'm still fine. Like, mm -hmm. 
you, you feel better and you don't lose sight of why you're doing this. And that is so key. Like, why are you doing this? Before you make that leap, you need to be sure and strong, first off in your finances, but second off in why you are even doing this in the first place. Mm -hmm. So, yes, girl, you, you can't go for a win. <laughs> Went on this one. So, what do you believe are like three skills or like three things a woman needs in order to start a business and to like be an entrepreneur? Confidence is one. Um, you need to be confident in yourself and your ability to just make stuff happen. Whether you see it or know it or not, you need to be confident enough that you're going to figure it out. The next thing I would say is patience. Patience, patience, patience. This is not going to happen overnight. You are going to have some days, like you just said, weeks where you don't make money at all. So, you know, you, you just have to be patient with your business. You have to not give up. I told myself when I first started, I was giving myself five years, five years. And if I got absolutely nowhere in five years, then I can move on to something else. Yeah. But that I'm already past absolute getting absolutely nowhere. So now that five years is out. Yeah. Now I can't stop, <laughs> you know, if <laughs> I won't stop. So um, I definitely encourage people just to be patient and to understand that it is a growing process and it takes time. And then lastly, I just want to, I would like to say that they should have faith. Mm -hmm. Just have faith that things are possible. When you see these people online and you see how successful they are, don't look at them and say, I could never get there or I don't have the ability to get there. Look at them and feel to yourself like if they could do it, I, I can do it. Yes. And just have the faith that you can get there too. But these people have been in business two, three, four, five years. You're just starting. You're not going to, you know, you can't bust out the gates like they, like they are. <laughs> they put their work in, you know. They deserve to be on this platform that they're on right now so when you put your work in and when you ha just having faith and it'll keep you with a clear mind that you know you'll get there and all those things the confidence the faith the uh, patience it all works together you can't have one without having the other that was so perfect I mean it mm -hmm. all, like you said all those things really play in together mm -hmm. but it's so true and, and it just goes back to our original point of you know not comparing yourself to what other people are doing. Mm -hmm. Like you said, somebody is in the middle of their journey and you're just starting. So you yes. can compare yourself to where they are. You might not have a, a, a five-figure launch, your first launch, you know? Mm -hmm. But the reason why other people are having those kind of launches is because they've been in the game longer and we have to keep that, exactly. like we have that perspective. And I definitely agree with having faith and patience because those are two things that I'm really having to work on, just especially the patience portion, because it's like mm -hmm. you want so badly for things to take off. You want so badly for things to work out, but you have to do the time in entrepreneurship. It does mm -hmm. not happen overnight, period. So, yeah, so um, I thought those were three great skills. So we said, well, you said confidence, patience, and faith, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, right. definitely. Perfect. I love that. I love that. Well, I want to talk about something else that I know you're passionate about that we kind of spoke about prior to this, mm -hmm. um, but you're passionate about creating generational wealth and oh, yes. amongst and educating the black community on generational wealth. So I want you to kind of talk a little bit about why is that important to you and how do you think we can create gener generational wealth amongst ourselves? Yes. So sometimes I feel like in the black community, we are plagued with generational curses. 
I am so tired of us automatically assuming because the past was one way that we are going to proceed the same way. Mm. I want people to understand that when we look at these other races and we like, we like to say they have a silver spoon in their mouth, we can create our own silver spoon. Come on now. Yes. yes. You don't have to, nobody has to give you anything. So I really just, my biggest thing is I will be a first generation millionaire. I, it, Ooh, I it out there. It's it's claims. I will be a first generation millionaire, and I'm going to teach my children to become second and third, and they're just going to keep it going. But it's going to be because they work for it. I'm not handing nobody nothing. We're going to work for it, and all I'm giving you is the knowledge to do it like I did it. You know, I, my parents weren't able to give me money to start a business, but my dad literally from the time I was six years old, he helped me start my first little side hustle. He would take me to the store and I would go and get candy and I would sell it at school. I was six years old and you know, so he didn't start me off with $10,000 to go start a business, but then $5 that I had that, that initial five, $10 that he gave me. To buy that candy, it helped me propel my business. And even more than the money that he gave me for that, he gave me a mindset that of entrepreneurship and that I can do things way beyond just a job, you know? Us as a black community, no, we don't always get things handed to us. And yes, at times we do have it harder. But that just means Work harder, feet to the pavement, and get it done. We, we can't just continue to sit around and let years and generations pass where nothing changes because we're waiting on somebody to do something for us and give us something. That has to stop. Come on. That is the <laughs> truth right there. That is the truth because I do hear so many people, and, and really, it's like you're waiting for a handout. But that mm-hmm. doesn't happen for anybody. Nobody yeah. has a, a, a hands out like that. And I think if we as a community, like, I love how you just put it out there. Like, I'm going to be a first-generational millionaire, and I'm touching it mm-hmm. on that one, sis, and I'm going to be one, too. Like, now that's going to be... Yes, girl. You know, because it's true. Like, we have to... Mm-hmm. If we want generational wealth to happen, we have to start it. And if yes. we don't, the cycle is going to continue of that impoverished mindset or, you know, just not being able to pass on anything to our kids. And I also think that a, a lot of it comes with having priorities and getting our mind right. Like, we have to prioritize... Yes teaching our children to work hard, but we also have to work hard in ourselves. They're kind exactly. of, you know, and so I love how you shared your story. Like, cause that's how I got started in entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. My parents have always been entrepreneurs. And when I was a kid, like they used to take me to the store to buy candy. Like I used mm-hmm. to sell out of some, some, um, Starburst. Yeah. Girl, <laughs> I, I can make some money off some Starburst. <laughs> so, you know, it's yep. just like, yeah, we teach those things at a young age. We, we mm-hmm. show our kids that, hey, you know, you don't have to work for somebody else's business. You can create exactly. your own. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So. And I, another thing, a lot of people, I really would like us to get in the habit of taking advantage of our 20s. You see so many people that are not even 30 that are on Instagram and they are successful. And it's because they didn't spend their whole, they didn't have this mindset of, oh, my 20s are just for fun. Sis, you can have fun too, but you know what you can do when you're 30 if you're rich? You can- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like life ain't over after the 20s. I am grinding, grinding, grinding right now. And let me tell you something. 
30 to into end of life when God puts his stamp, I'm enjoying, you know? I'm not going to have to work as hard. I'm laying the foundation now so that I can enjoy the rest of my life. And I think also, you know how people um, have that whole dread in their 30s and everything like that? It's mm -hmm. because you've already so hard and got nothing done in your 20s uh -huh. that now it's just like, dang, I'm a full adult. Like, now we feel like we're a full adult with exactly. nothing child please I'm, I'm working so hard right now because i i'm excited about 30 because i know 30 comes with mad vacations like yes girl i'll be like dang what country is she in now mm -hmm. don't worry about it sis but if you want to come <laughs> you know what i'm saying like like yes you said, I, I, like we have to get out of that mind frame of you know we're just gonna party our 20s away mm -hmm. like, like that's not real life that's not reality and if we set ourselves exactly. properly we can be chilling for the rest of our lives. Like you said, Girl. there are 20-year-olds out here making bank, and they're working hard, but they're having so much fun through the process. And yes. they're going to get to a point where they can continue having fun without even having to work as hard. Exactly. Exactly. And now, you know, we get into our, our, our age of, making, of having kids and all that kind of stuff. Like, mm -hmm. we got time to be sitting here stressed out, you know, sure. enjoy your best years. I don't think so. Like, 20 like that's nothing to me being in my 20s that's nothing that that's like this is time to work because exactly my i agree like i'm gonna be doing so much stuff it's ridiculous so, mm -hmm. yes I I, agree. I, thank you so much for sharing that because I, I definitely think that that's super important mm -hmm. for people to think about and for context definitely. so before we um before we get you know done with everything i wanted to do our rapid fire round i do this with everybody okay and i'm gonna ask you five questions and you just answer the first one that comes to mind okay okay got it Question number one, who do you admire the most? Who do I admire the most? My Nana. Aww. She is so strong. Yeah. She's so strong. And she has been such a pioneer in our family for ever. And, you know, now is our time to take care of her to take care of her. And she still continues to try to do for us. So, you know, she I, I definitely admire her more than anybody i love that i love that mm -hmm. i know um my nana like i just she she always inspired me and we had such a close relationship mm -hmm. that was like wow like all my blessings i know came from her prayers you know? right definitely oh yeah so um number two what is mm -hmm. one thing that's on your bucket list on my bucket list i want to go on like a crazy like cruise excursion like you know how you could just go on a cruise boat for like 30 days and just stick oh. there and then go on. that is something that girl when i do that i'm gonna be like i made it i made it <laughs> I, love I love that yes i know what you're talking about like those tours that they do yes in and it's like 30 21 yes years. yes that's that that'll be fun i like that yes okay. <laughs> number three what's the strangest thing you've eaten the strangest thing i've eaten I'm very picky, so eating strange things is not something that I normally do. <laughs> but I'm going to think, because it was strange to me, mussels. I didn't like it at all. It was strange. It looked weird. I yeah. was like, mm. <laughs> Man, I smell them <laughs> eat them, so I feel you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> What's the last book you read? Um, I'm actually in the process right now of reading The Millionaire Next Door. And I encourage you and list the listeners to go and look for that book. It is very powerful. And it really, it teaches you what we really all we've been talking about, about your mindset and everything. It really helps with that. Like it teaches you where you should be and it makes you reflect and be like, mm, 
I ain't going to get nowhere if I don't start changing X, Y, and Z. So it's a very powerful book. And me and my fiance are actually reading it together. And I think it's a great book for couples, um, mainly because I'm so into power couples. And not just power couples for the gram, but even if you're not, like, rich, just at your bottom days, you know, just being able to change your thought process and work together and be on the same mindset financially. Cause that's one of the, this is a whole nother conversation, but finances and relationship is so important. So yeah. yeah, it's a great book to read with your partner. I couldn't agree more. And I mean, going off on that little tangent of, of power couples and being on one accord as a couple is mm -hmm. so important. And I know a lot of entrepreneurs experience this, and that's why I like how you made that statement before about before you quit your job it needs to be a conversation yes. because finances and relationships like it can go left real quick you mm -hmm. know especially when you're going into um you know a partnership where you're living together or if you're married you know mm -hmm. go left real fast so i'm definitely gonna check that book out and and i'm, I'm gonna have my husband we're gonna read that together because we like yeah. books together and stuff so thank you that's that was awesome um, so the last question is when I ask everyone, which I'm sure you know, but what does it mean to you to be a female creative? Oh my goodness. It is so powerful because the fact that we can just, you can literally create your destiny. Yeah. It's so, so powerful to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to do this and I'm going to make it happen. And people are receptive to it. There's so many people out in the world and no matter what you come up with, as long as you come up with it with some, with any, a person in mind that you can help, that person is going to find you and you're going to start helping them and it's going to open up so many doors. So it's just, you know, it's, it's definitely a blessing to just be able to wake up one morning and be like, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to create this, you know, and it can take you so far. I love that. I love that. So tell us what is next for you? What do you have coming up and how can we stay connected with you? Um, what's next for me is just growth. I'm in the process of, um, so much growth and just creating new things and trying and just building a community, a strong community that I can take places with me. Um, you can stay connected with me on Instagram um, at Ayana Cherie, I-Y-A-N-A-C-H-E-R-I. -E uh, I'm on Instagram. And then I also have a Facebook page, Ayana Cherie Coach. So those two things. And you can get through, get to my Facebook through my Instagram too. So. Perfect. And I'm going to link all your information in the show notes below. So y'all definitely awesome. follow and check out her website, ayanasheree.com. So yeah. So thank you so much, Ayana. I, I feel like this conversation was so insightful and it kind of, you know, I always prepare questions and stuff and send mm -hmm. it to you guys. And, you know, I never quite know what to expect, but I am thoroughly just, um, excited and grateful for what you shared today because it's thank kind you. of I think we need to be having that mm -hmm. we don't have enough. So right. I really appreciate you coming on and um I hope to have you on soon. I keep saying and alluding to, you know, at our one year mark, I'm gonna do like a whole panel where I bring everybody back that's come on the nice. show. That would so, be awesome. I'm happy to be a part of that. So yes, just thank you so much for coming on and I hope that everyone listening got a lot from this. So until next time I will talk to y'all later darlings. Thank you so much Ayana. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the She's a Creative podcast. If you enjoyed this, let me know by sharing a review on iTunes or sending me a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and your favorite part. Go follow me on social media to get more inspiration, wisdom, and tips at 
She's a Creative Podcast, or at Mrs. K Hillman on Instagram. And check out the blog at she's a creative.com. I love you, creative darlings, so much. And until next time, keep building your creative dreams.